Welcome to the Women in Leadership Body, Mind, Soul, and Business Podcast. I'm Charlie. And I'm Heather. And together we are working to connect women in leadership and business, empowering each other, improving the health and wellness of our community, body, soul, and mind, connecting to the heart and soul of who we are and what we do. Hello. Good morning and happy Monday. Monday. Got your coffee? Are you guys ready for an amazing week ahead? Did you decide? You you get to decide. I love deciding. Yeah. And last week, we decided to only have Mindset Monday released because we had such a full week. And then on Friday, I had a medical procedure. And we chose to have good connections with people instead of rushing things so that we Mm -hmm. can fit more in. So, yeah. And um, your procedure went well. Yes. Everything's good. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's the best news we could hope for. Mm -hmm. Right. So did the things it's supposed to do. So our leadership topic, um, leadership mindset topic is mentorship, mentorship. Nice. Mentorship. Great leaders are always ready to mentor and teach to bring out the best in their employees. They put in a lot of effort to make the team successful by using positive reinforcement, clarity, motivation, and by rewarding achievements. And I know, you know, um, with our business, it's just Heather and I, but we do celebrate those wins, you know, when we reach new, new goals. And And we mentor each other in, in the areas that we want to grow in. Yes. Right. Like you help me with my time management skills. Mm Mm-hmm project management skill like some of those things that because sometimes I get lost and doing the thing I want to do and uh-huh. don't get the thing that needs to be done you know yesterday done uh-huh. right so yeah. that you you've mentored me that in that and I feel like I've improved so much you from have. it's been really seeing great. like how you organize things sometimes like seeing it from someone else's perspective changes right and you mentor me with um the uh, creative side, mm. like you nurture, you help nurture that in me and my abilities. And um, it's just super fun. I mean, you you have an artist daughter. She got that from somewhere. I know. I know. But it's been kind of one of those things that I've always enjoyed doing, but it's been on the back burner for like, I don't know, since I had kids. Right. right? <laughs> um, I haven't been able to cultivate that. So right. now I'm I able love to cultivate that. And that's fun. Time. It is yeah. fun. Yeah. Loki. <laughs> Loki's been all about the snuggles this morning. Yes. Absolutely. So, so mentorship has played a big role in my life. And as I'm thinking about the holidays mm-hmm. and we're moving into the holidays, you think about changing some of those parental-like roles to a mentorship role. Yeah. So that that kind of helps your brain like, oh, I don't need to be just like them or I don't need to be perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, what? what is it about them that I really enjoy and how would I like to see that more in my own life? Yeah. And I feel like that's a transition that me and B are having right now is I'm transitioning less into a parent goal with her and more into a mentor okay. because, you know, she's 18. 
she's off to college. She's starting to make her own life choices and things like that. And what does that look like for her might not be necessarily the way that I think it should be or right. whatever. I'm doing like hand quotes because <laughs> I read the air quotes of, of shitting on our shitting. children. Right. And right. I, I try not to shit on my kids. Right. Rude. Right. <laughs> um, and then um, just being able to mentor other people is super fun too, because it's, it's so fun watching others grow. Yeah. And I, and one of my favorite quotes of all time is if, if, if um, she can, you can, mm-hmm. you know, anything and along those she. lines. Yes. Yeah. You are. the if, an, if one woman can do it, another woman can do it too. Yes. And I, I love and that. Guess what? About... We could pretty much do anything we choose to do. Yes. We don't have to necessarily be man to do anything. Right. We, we could even do more than guys can. <laughs> you were having right. a great weekend out there, like remodeling, yeah. helping remodel, like. Yeah, and that's been a whole mentorship project too. Right out there, um, I I was out. Uh, we're building a tiny house for for B, um, and I was out in the shop working on it. And I was taking nails and staples and screws out of the walls that needed to be trimmed or whatever. So I was using like horse pliers and like a grinder. Sparks flying everywhere. I'm like, God, I hope I don't catch this thing on fire, but. That was my thought process when you said that, but it had fast. You were done. So I I was like, well, it didn't catch it on fire. It didn't catch it on fire. So like, hey, that's like the fear, Um, right? (laughs) Yeah. We have a couple of fire extinguishers around just in case. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I have have a teenage boy who likes to, you know, play with things. (laughs) And a husband who likes to light things on fire. So it's fine. We keep the safety equipment around. We do. Right. We do. We have women in our our circle who are welders and truck drivers Mm -hmm. and uh you know just yeah even barber that's traditionally considered a male role right 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 actually um if we are working outside of the home it is considered a traditionally male all of it Mm -hmm. all of it (laughs) it works great we're all talking to people on podcasts Mm -hmm. yeah how dare we Go, ladies. Yeah, we can do it. So you can do it. Whatever it is that you feel like you're hold back, you can do. I'm just going to say that. And then seeking out mentorship is great, too. So Mm -hmm. if there's an area like you do some sort of assessment of your life and you decide, I want to grow in this area, there's mentors out there for those areas. Yeah. I, um, lean on our bookkeeper to mentor me on how to do bookkeeping. Yes. She's doing a great job. She is doing a great job. And, um, also showing you how intelligent you already are because you're doing it right, but she's reassuring you. Yes. Please double check my work and make sure (laughs) I do it right. Cause I don't, when it comes to business finances, it's like, you really don't want to screw it up. It's not a thing. And I think, and at the setup stage, I'm really excited because we have the opportunity to take that second Mm -hmm. and really make sure that we're doing it right. Right. 
so that all, everything's lined up so that, you know, we're set up for the future. And we found some great ladies that are mentoring us. And um, from the four agreements this week, we have, uh, well, the companion book. We have been reading the question and answer dialogue with Don Miguel toward the end of the book. And it's been really, really good. So we're going to just review the four agreements um, because we do that um, every, every one. Because the more that we hear them, the more we can think about how these can be applied in our own lives. Where mm-hmm. where can this help us? What is the checklist mm-hmm. of going down, you know, how you're reacting to things in your life? So it's mm-hmm. super exciting. All right. So the four agreements. Be impeccable with your word. Speak with integrity. Say only what you mean. Avoid using the word to speak against yourself or to gossip about others. Use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love. Don't take anything personally. Nothing others do is because of you. What others say and do is a projection of their own reality, their own dream. When you are immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. Don't make assumptions. Find the courage to ask questions and to express what you really want. Communicate with others as clearly as you can to avoid misunderstandings, sadness, and drama. With just this one agreement, you can completely transform your life. Always do your best. Your best is going to change from moment to moment. It will be different when you are healthy as opposed to sick. Under any circumstance, Simply do your best and you will avoid self-judgment, self-abuse, and regret. Boom. All right. So we are we are going to talk about parasites. parasites. From the Tolk point of view, all humans who are domesticated are sick. They are sick because there is a parasite that controls the mind and controls the brain. The food for the parasite is the negative emotions that come from fear. Mm. <sighs> All right. Can you, can you feel that, though? Like, because it, it, when someone like... snaps at you, you oh. can see, almost see their fear of something. Mm-hmm. Now, like, we step back and see it now. Yeah. All the time. All the time. It's weird. Yeah, it's like it's a different place of, of yeah. being. Yeah. yeah. It's like, like a different hmm. awareness. It is. Yeah. Yes. And it makes it easier to not take it personal because of the different awareness. Right. Okay. All right. Here's our question. I always thought parasites were an important part of life. If I look at my own life, I don't think parasites are a problem, but rather my reaction to parasites is the problem. I'm stuck because I hear you saying that parasites are always negative, but I don't know if that's true. Don Miguel says, by definition, a parasite is giving is a living being who lives off you with no benefit to you. From our point of view, we can say that the parasites are evil, but this is only our point of view. To those parasites, we are just food. It's nothing personal. Those parasites see the humans as we see the chickens, the cows, the fruit, trees. Yes, we put all those cows together in a pasture 
and it looks like we are taking care of them. But we will tell them to eat the meat. It looks like the parasite takes care of us also, but this is not true. What Toltec mythology calls a parasite refers to a living being that is living through people and eating them alive. By taking life from those people, it it is destroying them, in many cases, even killing them. As in suicide or addiction to drugs, parasites lead people to self-destruction. Knowledge or thought forms that don't destroy you that give you more life instead of taking life away from you are no longer parasites. Mm. Then we can call it a symbiotic interaction, which is completely different. The Toltec call these beings allies. In many traditions in the past, they called them gods. In the Toltec tradition, if you face the parasite and win the war against the parasite, then the parasite becomes your ally. It is no longer destroying you but is facilitating what you do. If you have all those beliefs that go against you, you break the agreement, you shift it, and now the new belief will facilitate your creation, your happiness, your love. Knowledge becomes your ally. It is no longer your enemy. As I have said before, knowledge is not good or bad or right or wrong. It is the parasite that contaminates knowledge that we can call evil. I really thought of um, like when you're having a conversation with a coworker and you like kind of jab at them uh-huh. in that conversation, you're, you're, you're being the parasite, like you're yeah. feeding the parasite uh-huh. and you're like, proving you're feeding that self-doubt in them, in them. Right. Yeah. So when you stop feeding the parasite in you, you're going to stop feeding the parasite in others. Yes. Wow. Yes. That can work in relationships. And then working. Did did you catch the part where it said if you can conquer the parasite, it becomes your ally. It becomes your strength. Okay. So when we conquer the fear, it becomes. It's one more thing that we're strong. Yes. Adds more, more foundation. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's pretty cool. So that that okay. One more second. Let me let me get that into words. Uh, so you know, we talk about you never know how strong you are until you have to be strong. Mm-hmm. It's because you've built these foundations, mm-hmm. like conquering the little fears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And another thing that I found really interesting was the perspective of. Um, like alcoholism, drug addiction, um, self-destruction, self-destructive behaviors, suicide is because that parasite keeps getting fed into. Right. Right. And so it keeps feeding into that fear and doubt and shame. Oh, sad. Sad. (laughs) But we can conquer that, which is the cool part. Right. We can conquer that fear and doubt and shame and conquer that those parasites so that we can live a f- more fuller life. And that ripple effect within our communities is incredible. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Our next question. If we were to have fun and be happy, why 
can't we enjoy our parasite? Mm. Don Miguel says, if you learn to make fun of yourself, you will enjoy your parasite. And by making fun of your parasite, you take a big step toward breaking many agreements. Nothing in the entire world is serious. So by actually having fun and making fun of your parasite, you're actually working on breaking the agreements. Uh-huh. So like, that's a step in the process. Well, yeah. And you do that all the time. Well, there's my fear creeping in. Right? <laughs> like, wow, look at me. That's what, yeah. yeah. Call it out. Right. Yeah. Call it out. Make, make fun of it. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if it's going to be an elephant in the room, we might as well have some fun with it. Right. <laughs> Dress it up. Covered in pencil. Yep. <laughs> yep. We have fun over here. Um, wouldn't it be boring to live a life with no drama, no sadness, and no suffering? No. You can have drama and sadness and still have a boring life. What makes you bored is inaction. Boredom has nothing to do with the parasite. The parasite can keep you crying and very occupied. You can cry so much that you get bored, or you can laugh so much that you get bored. It doesn't matter if you are in heaven or in hell. If you don't have action, if you decide not to participate in life, you are going to be bored. It is our nature to create. Just like our creator, we love to create. And if we are doing what we and if we are doing that, we don't get bored. bored. If you're bored, do stuff. <laughs> if you're bored, move some energy. Yeah. Get creative. Yeah. Paint a rock. Do something. do something. Do something. That's rad. I I feel like that is very parental, right? right. Don't tell me you're bored. I'll give you something <laughs> to do, right? There's so many things to clean. (laughs) (laughs) Right. There's always stuff to do. (laughs) All right. Next question. Aren't we going to suffer anyway? Because we're human. Many times when we suffer, we say, well, it's because we are human. The concept of human in this society has a lot of limitations. The concept of human is a belief. It's just a concept. And the belief is that a lot of things cannot be possible. Humans have the need to know, and we suffer because we know what we believe. What do we believe? That's the big problem. Humans divide everything into duality, good and bad, right and wrong, beautiful and ugly. We have a need to be right about what we believe, even though it's not the truth. Knowing that we are not what we pretend to be or what we want to be makes us suffer, feel shame, and reject ourselves. Mm. Suffering is a habit, an addiction like any other, but more powerful. Imagine how difficult it is to stop smoking. And it is a thousand times more difficult to break the addiction to suffering. Mm. Suffering comes from the agreements we created. We suffer because we know our agreements. Then we become attached to suffering because we know suffering so well. It makes us feel safe. To change the dream, we need to change the agreements. Boom. Boom. <laughs> oh. Suffering is a habit. Habit. We, we were taught. It was. We I mean, were domesticated to suffer. Yeah. 
I mean, think about our parents being raised in the Great Depression, Mm -hmm. you know, from parents that lived through the Great Depression. Mm -hmm. Like, there was suffering because that was life. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, our parents teach us what they know. They teach us how they know how to teach us. We modeled their behavior because that's what we were taught. Those are agreements that we made. doesn't mean they're true. They're the societal agreements we're born into. Yeah. Right. So, right. It doesn't make them true. Right. Um, And that what I like the most is the word decide in there Mm -hmm. because you can decide, which is what Mindset Monday is about, right? Right. You get to decide. You get to decide. You get to decide. You get to decide. What do you think is the biggest challenge when picking a mentor? I think the biggest challenge when picking a mentor is um, I'm I'm actually going to say the fear of wondering if if they would um, want to be your mentor in return. Ooh. Right? Yeah. Am I worthy enough of being? Am I worthy enough of them being my mentor you just like oh hit me yeah hit me right because that that is like exactly my fear even though I face it but that is exactly the words and the other way this might come up is that fear and doubt of worthiness is am I ready right am I ready you are asked that's the same question of asking if you're worth so if you are like, you know, I really want to learn this and I do not have the skill set, but I know somebody who does reach out to that person and say, Hey, I'd like to learn this. Would you mentor me in this subject? And um, be willing to pay them for their efforts because you are receiving so much. Yes. You make sure you pay them back. Give, like, yeah, you right? have to give back. To yeah, value. It's not value. a one one way thing, and that it is that value for value. Mm-hmm. And there's something that you're really good at that maybe you can mentor them in back in return because mm-hmm. we have done that with mm-hmm. people too, mm-hmm. and that's I think is really. What do people like? That's the question. What do people come to you? to be mentored for because you may not even realize that that's your superpower. Right. I think uh, one of the people that we have talked to recently, I remember um, was talking about how, when she had to start fresh, Mm. um, her kids were noticing that she was always on the phone, giving all this like business advice to, other her friends or whatever in in business and then she realized that she was a a business coach for these women like that's how she realized it i was like her kids are like her her kids are like job isn't that your job job? talk to people about business all the time like Mm -hmm. like so think about that like what that that what are people coming to you for um, what kind of advice are people coming to you for? Because that could very well be 
something that you never even thought about right that you're and it's just because it's so natural Mm -hmm. and second nature it's like if you were to ask us like how do you parent your children we're like I'm just just made to parent my child I don't know what to tell you (laughs) like like people like I just do it Yeah. yeah so so yeah so you don't realize that these are gifts that you have mm-hmm. so there's a little tip there's a little tip yeah okay. and it's fun to add mentorship into what you're doing mm-hmm. so there's like networking groups that have mentorship pieces there's you know women's groups that have mentorship pieces like you could find it if you don't have like a partnership like we do right and um Speaking of partnerships, Sue and Greta are finishing up the Upland oh, Trail. Oh my gosh. Sue's birthday was last week, you guys. She turned 66. And there have only been, what, 50 or 75 people over the age of 60 that have finished yes. the Appalachian Trail. And even Trail. fewer women. And even fewer women. So that is an incredible, it's incredible. It's it been is. absolutely incredible. She's had two ER visits. Both times she hit her head. Um, That's staples. staples and all through this journey. And she has really, her spirits have really kept up with her. And and so her well. heart, like just watching, knowing her and watching that these, just like, I'm crying with her. Like, I see you. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. She is just She's real about her it, soul. Yeah. She's just so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that being out in nature is very grounding. Mm-hmm. And she's very grounded in what they're doing. Yeah. So check it. in honor of her birthday, we're just asking everyone to do a donation. $66 uh, for her 66th birthday. Boom. Boom. That's, so that's the that's if you the can big add ask. a donation, um, that's the ask. Mm-hmm. And hear a little bit more about what they're doing coming, coming up, up next. next. Bye bye. Bye. Namaste. So we are uh, Sue and Greta, or our trail names are Lilo and Stitch, and we are hiking the whole Appalachian Trail from Maine to Georgia. So 2,194.3 miles. (laughs) And uh, we're doing it to raise $50,000 or more (laughs) um, for Parkinson's disease research. Yeah, through through the Michael J. Fox Foundation. And we are doing it all in honor of my dad, her husband, who was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease back in 2010. So, and we all know so many people who are diagnosed with Parkinson's disease, and we are trying to do our small part in the world of Parkinson's disease to find a cure. We, I see that we have been visited by all the dogs today. All of them. All of them. So the whole pack. So this is Erie. If you haven't met Erie before, this is eerie and the baby is over here we got loki's over there right freya came in and did a drive-by and oh i don't see Fenrir. he's laying on the floor he's being good (laughs) he's 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 like it's cold i don't want to go outside so um thank you for joining us today on the women in leadership body soul mind and business podcast Please download the podcast on your favorite podcast player. 
We love you and we will see you next time. Namaste.